Hey, everybody. Emily Abadi here coming to you live from the AG studio. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. I feel as though there are some new listeners, new hurdlers in the house, so I want to uh, just quickly explain what happens here on 5-Minute Friday. On 5-Minute Friday, I just talked to you about something that happened in my week, something that made me think a little bit, something that I have a takeaway to offer all of you from. Then I answer a listener question, and that's it. It's a quick segment to kick off your weekend or, you know, whenever you're listening to this. I digress. This week, I had DMs asking me to talk about it, so I'm going to talk about it, and that's my trip to 11 Madison Park. Now, if you don't know about 11 Madison Park, it's a Michelin star restaurant, one of the most famous in New York City. It is not cheap to go to. I've lived here for almost 10 years on the dot, and I've been looking forward to the quote-unquote right moment to go to 11 Madison Park since moving here. It's been on my bucket list forever. Now, forever, I thought that quote unquote right moment would literally be like I got engaged and then me and this person <laughs> decided to go to Love in Madison Park. Alas, I am single. I I actually said the other day that I was in my mid-30s and someone on TikTok was like, can you slow your roll? You are in your early 30s. So I'm in my early 30s and, and I have adopted the mindset that like everything I want to do in my life, why am I waiting to do it until I find the right partner? So I've talked about traveling before. I've gone out to eat plenty before, but I had like this mental block on 11 Madison Park. Well, long story short, I booked 11 Madison Park and I booked 11 Madison Park when I stopped and took a look at the last year. I was writing down some of my wins from 2021. I was talking about them with a friend of mine and I was like, dude, not saying that you need to like spend gobs of money to celebrate yourself. There are plenty of ways that you can celebrate yourself on the regular that have nothing to do with like an eight course tasting menu, (laughs) but I was like, you know what? F it. Let's do it. Let's go. I am ready. I need to not let like the way that I thought that this would be be the thing that prevents me from doing something that I want to do. And that holds true in so many things in life, right? Like there are always going to be opportunities or moments when you can do something. You can take ownership over your circumstance. You can go try something new or travel somewhere. Or I mean, I could throw out so many examples in this moment, but just because it doesn't look like you thought that it was going to look doesn't mean that you shouldn't take advantage of that opportunity. Just because something doesn't look how you thought that it was going to look in your head at one point or another doesn't mean that it can't still be great and that you can't take advantage of an opportunity as it presents itself. And so I did just that. I went. And honestly, it was great. Yes, it was expensive. We did the bar seating. Uh, There's the regular seating, which is like something over $350, I think. And then the bar seating, which was under $200. Also, bar seating is just in a bar area. It is not like you're sitting at a bar counter. And I think the difference is like four courses, maybe. Uh, We did eight courses and desserts and drinks and whatnot, and honestly, just had the most lovely time. Yes, the food was delicious. They switched to a vegan menu this year. They weren't always this way. I loved it. It was certainly mushroom forward, if that's something that you're into, and I know it doesn't stay the same all the time, but unbelievable service. Absolutely top-notch. Everyone was so attentive, so kind. I loved a lot of the dishes. Like They make part of it at your table, so... I would say like, yeah, it's something worth doing. And maybe it's something that you put aside a little bit of money for every so often. And then finally you have the funds and you can make it happen. A special treat. 
if you will. My prompt for you this week, what is something on your bucket list that you've been waiting to do and why don't you just do it ASAP? What is that one thing on your bucket list that maybe you've been waiting to do and why don't you just decide to do it (laughs) ASAP? I guess there's an answer and then there's a piece of motivation there. And now a listener question. Hi, Emily. So I've heard that you need different sneakers for different types of workouts, long runs, speed work, and strength training. Wondering if you could tell us what sneakers you're sporting right now for each type of activity and why. Great question. Believe it or not, the best workout shoes may not be your 20-year-old running sneakers. Listen, it is totally normal to only have a few pairs of sneakers, but you should be leaning into a few different types of sneakers when it comes to training smart. So wearing the right shoe for your workout, it can be a total game changer, not just because you'll perform better, but also because you'll reduce your risk of injury. So let's break down some of the different types of sneakers that you should have in your rotation. First of all, you need something for training. So I'm talking about something that you'll be wearing in the weight room. That's good for everything from lifting weights to doing burpees and box jumps. This shoe is going to have lateral support, and it's also going to have less foam than a traditional running shoe, and that's because the foam could throw off your balance in the weight room. Now, that foam, important when we're talking about base mileage and running overall, right? You want to make sure that if your foot is repetitively hitting the ground, which it will be on the run, then you're giving it something comfortable to do that in. The amount of foam underfoot can totally be a personal preference. You may want to lean into something like a Hoka that has a ton of foam. They're no for creating sneakers that are great for people with knee problems or, I mean, tons of other brands to throw into the mix here that are going to have a less cushiony experience but still provide a really comfortable, cozy experience. Now, when it comes to picking up the pace and moving very fast, typically you may not be out there for as long if you're doing just some quicker intervals. So your sneaker choice, it won't require as much foam and it may be lighter than a shoe that you would reach for if we're talking about running a 5K to a marathon, right? The most important thing when it comes to choosing your Goldilocks sneaker is that you feel comfortable in it. And the research shows that. So if you are the kind of person who may have a specific gait, maybe you pronate, maybe you supinate, maybe you're neutral. If you try on a sneaker that doesn't necessarily accommodate, quote unquote, for that gait, but that sneaker feels good on, that is more important than shopping just based on how your foot is supposedly hitting the ground. Don't just take my word for it, although you can. I'll link to the research study where they really dive into the nitty gritty of that. The last piece to this answer, the puzzle here, uh, what am I running in right now? I'm mostly running in for fast stuff, the New Balance Fresh Foam 880. I also love a Nike Vaporfly Next Percent. The Saucony Endorphin Pro 2 is 100% a go-to of mine. For regular mileage, I cannot get enough always of the New Balance 1080. I'm also a big fan of the Nike Pegasus. And last but not least, when it comes to training, again, I'm throwing Nike into the mix. I've been training in their Nike free Metcon. I feel super supported, super comfortable in that shoe. And I feel like when I put it on, it means that I'm ready to go down to the gym and I mean business. I will link to all of these sneakers in the show notes. But if you have any other questions, I'm on the hunt for listener questions. I want to answer yours in an upcoming episode of Five Minute Friday. So please, please, please click on it over to the show notes. Click leave me a voice message. Ask me a question and I'll answer it ASAP. That's it for this week at Hurdle Podcast at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 